Philip Hronick is on the verge of making his debut for your Vancouver Canucks. You know what else is closely linked to the Philip Hronick trade? We're going to tell you next. It's Begsy and it's Bowen, and you're listening to Locked On Canucks. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and thanks for hitting the play button on today's episode of Locked On, your team every day. My name is Trevor Beggs, Canucks writer and part-time credential media member for Daily Hive Vancouver. And before we dive into the show, we want to thank you for listening to Locked On Canucks. Once again, it's your team every day. Subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host. He knows more than you think he knows. His name is Kyle Bowen. How you doing, buddy? Hey, man. I know a lot, man. I'm down to challenge any of the commenters to a quiz in the world of hockey. For real, for real, for real. Hey, speaking of the comments, we'll get to that at the end of the show. Because, yeah, it's it's locked on Canucks, right? We're, all, we're only here because of the fans. We saved the best for last. Enough about me, though. Let's talk about these Canucks. And, hey, Philip Ronick, this is it, man. This is it. The Next year starts today. It really does, Trevor. Next year starts today. I, I like that. Yeah, so really the big news of the day, and it's not 100% official yet uh, as we're recording um, the Canucks. They should have some immediate media availability this morning, but we're expecting that Philip Ronick will make his debut for the Vancouver Canucks tonight against the San Jose Sharks. Uh, a nice little game for Ronick to make his debut. He, you know, the Canucks are facing a team. They are the coldest team in the NHL right now. They have lost seven in a row. They're one six and three in their last ten games. Um, I know one of those overtime, uh, one of those games is an overtime loss against those Edmonton Oilers in, the, in a pretty entertaining game. But aside from that, Philip Peronic time, baby, it could happen against the San Jose Sharks. Um, I, I want to bring out some quotes from Adam Foot, and and these quotes appeared in an article on Sportsnet, courtesy of uh, Ian McIntyre. And uh, I, I just liked what Foot had to say about Peronic here. So uh, Foot said Peronic comes out of practice the first day, and I was chuckling. I knew his compete level, but when I saw him with his hands always in front of him and how smooth he was with the puck, I loved it because the other D are like looking at him. And then he goes on to say, I think he's going to bring that element of making big plays and he competes and he's fast and he's smart. I think he's a big piece for us. And in terms of where Honing might play, here's what Foot had to say. I think we'll probably put the two together for a little bit because we have injuries. And those two is referring to Quinn Hughes and Philip Ronick. Folk goes on to say, but we'll see. We're talking about it. We may have to spread them out too. It should be interesting to see how they'll play. I'm going to have fun working with them. And so Adam Foote should. So Adam Foote should, because right now this team is trotting out a defense with Christian Willannon, Kyle Burrows, Noah Juleson, Guillaume Brisois. It's a bit of a mismatch. It's, I mean, it's mainly guys who have spent most of the careers <laughs> in the minors. So, yeah, Adam Foot should be pretty excited to get Philip Ronick in the lineup. Uh, Kyle, maybe I'll, I'll ask you two questions here. What are you expecting from Philip Ronick in his debut, both tonight and and uh, towards or for the rest of the season? And where do you think he's going to play? Yeah, well, I think based on that answer, I think Adam Foot knows more than we do, obviously. And I think we are going to see him with Quinn Hughes at the start of this. For real, I think it's a good way to ease him into the lineup, put him put him with the best player, and just 
you know, g- good players paired paired with good players, good things are probably going to happen. Is, does that mean it's good for depth? Obviously not. Obviously not. And I think ideally, for me personally, I would want to see them spread apart more, especially going into next season, only because I do have doubts that the Canucks are going to be able to add another one of these guys in the offseason. And <laughs> I want to spread out that defensive wealth because there's not a lot on this team. Now, what do I expect from him? Dude, I'm not going to lie to the people. I've never watched one clip of this guy play. Well, I've watched clips. I haven't watched this guy play a game ever, ever. And you hear things about, you know, smart hockey player, decent skater, good hands, good, really, really smart, you know, with with the puck, can can make that first pass, can do the things, right? Has a good shot, can play on the power play. You see all those things. I, I just don't know what to expect other than, you know, personally, personally speaking, I think this is one of the biggest days in Canucks history, man. <laughs> Dude, next year next year matters so much. Next year matters so much. You know, I, th- I think we do see it every year pretty much, right? Oh, you know, next year, next year, next year. But I don't know why next year feels so different. Well, actually, I do. It's because of this Philip Peroni trade. You know, the 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 curveball that it hit it hit us with, right? It felt so off. We all felt like, okay, we have two first round picks. We're gonna take the long road here. Then boom, we get hit with this, and it kind of just put the pressure on for next October and next November. So I'm just expecting, because I, I want the city to win. I want the city to win. I don't want them to go through what they went through this season. I don't think we're going to get that long, not that rebuild, but I don't think we're going to get that that break, you know? We're just going to go at it again. And next October and next no- November, the huge for this team. And I just want to see Heronic be a solid, solid defenseman. I, I, I think I'll break it down like this. In a hockey game between one team and the other, one team being the Vancouver Canucks, I need Philip Ronick to be at least the third or fourth best defenseman on the ice for both teams every game. Yeah, well, and that's what you know. I was gonna say that's what he's getting paid to do, but he's only making four point four million, which is which is just like a top four mm-hmm. guy. Let's be real. Um, and I, I I feel like you out there, you might have heard Kyle say that you know this, this is huge, <laughs> and Philip Ronick is it's huge. really changing the outlook of next season. It is, but it's I'm huge. I'm gonna back you up here, buddy, because this isn't just the Canucks trading for Oliver Ekman Larson. This isn't just the Canucks throwing money at Tyler Myers. Philip Ronick could actually be a difference maker for this hockey team. Uh, again, there's been some really, really, really atrocious pro scouting done by the Canucks over the past few seasons, specifically under Jim Benning. Phil Pronick isn't quite that. I, I think I I personally do have some skepticism mm-hmm. about how successful he can be uh, at the NHL level. And again, he's been in the league for four years, but this is really the first season where he's dominated at that first pairing level. Again, the Athletics pegged his market value at uh, eight point one million based Whoa. on his performance this season. So, Whoa. Um, I know, right? I know, and, and a lot of that has to do again. Pronick's always been a guy who can put up numbers and mm-hmm. and play offense. And Foot kind of alluded to that in his quotes. But in terms of being a good defensive defenseman, that mm-hmm. really only happened this season. So that's really what I want to see from Hronik. Um, I want to see him, you know, not just be responsible in his own end, but, you know, be a difference maker. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what we're expecting. The bar's been set high, and that's what happens when you trade a mid-first-round pick to get a guy like this. So yeah, um, uh, it, it's a bit twofold right now. I think for the last Dude, they traded two, games, they traded two picks to get him. So it's like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a pretty I know, big haul. First round pick. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. It's a pretty big haul, and I know, I know, I mentioned all those things, right? Like, oh yeah, decent skater, good offensively, good shot, you know, all the basic stuff. I think you mentioned it though. You know, you need him to be a difference maker, and it's not just offensively. Like, don't be a liability ever, ever. Go ahead and maybe have a few bad games through eighty-two games, 
but don't give us that Tyler Meyer stuff, you know? I think, again, not, not a good comparable, but that's exactly what we don't want. We need the hype to be real here. Don't be bad defensively. Don't just be, don't just have a couple good traits. No, ha- have it all together, put it together, and be good defensively and help prevent this team, you know, from, from allowing goals and being better defensively. Well, don't prevent them from being better defensively, but, yeah, make us a better defensive team. It matters. What matters next season? It matters a lot. Yeah, and, and I know you said that, you know, comparing him to Tyler Myers is, you know, probably a bit overblown. But to be honest, Philip Ronick, again, for his first few seasons of the NHL, was not statistically a good defensive defenseman. You know, here, here's the, the numbers I pulled when I wrote about him earlier in the month for Daily High. From 2019 through last season, Peronik had been on the ice for the third most even strength goals in the entire NHL. He had been on the ice for 109 goals for 177 goals against. Um, his expected goals against picture didn't really paint a much better picture, to be honest. He was on the ice for 2.68 goals against uh, per 60, which was 22nd worst among defensemen who had played at least 1,000 minutes over a three-year span. So there were some pretty troubling signs early on. And again, this season, things have changed. Um, he's, I think he's been more physical from the tape I've watched. He's more responsible. Yeah, he, he's a bit of a, a POS kind of player, a bit of a pain in the ass uh, to play against. So yeah, there's there's reasons to be hopeful that he's turned a corner, but there's also reasons to be skeptical as well. So yeah. um, I, I, again, in terms of what I'm expecting from him, I do think it's twofold. I'm expecting him to be a difference maker because that's what the Canucks paid him to do. Over the last 12 games of the season, it's more about him just getting comfortable in Vancouver's system. I don't think we should be mm-hmm. expecting the world from Philip Prodick over these next 10 games. I think a lot mm-hmm. of, you know, what I'm saying, I expect him to be a difference maker is more long-term and heading into next season, not necessarily over the last uh, stretch of games here. And, and yeah, maybe we shouldn't expect the world from Philip Peronic, but he does have to show something. He does have to show something for us to be a little bit more optimistic about next season. We need to have that feeling that, again, that, oh, 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 crap. Oh crap! This guy's actually—he's actually good. He's actually good. He's not a Tyler Myers. He's not an OEL. He's actually good. He's not—he's not a Quinn Hughes, but he's that compliment. You know, again, different type of player, but you need that steadiness. Don't just give us the points. You need that steadiness. Is he going to impress us like maybe like a Devin Taves for Colorado? Just like another solid guy on the back end, which is—it <laughs> hasn't been the case for Vancouver. It's Quinn Hughes, and then it's like. You can again, Tyler Myers at best, he was like a number four defenseman for this team since he's been here. He's a, and if he's gotten like that spotlight at the number three role, it's only because the Canucks lack depth for real. They, they can't have that. He needs to be a, an elite number two defenseman. He does, it's just the truth. And is that going to cost us an arm, and, arm and a leg next season? Sure, but we'll we'll deal with that next season for real. I, I need yeah. this to work out, bro. And you know, what I, do I again? The next, what, handful of games here to end off the season. Do I need this guy to put up 20 points? Do I need him to put up six goals? No, I don't. But again, be good defensively. Be solid. Be a difference maker. Yeah, and honestly, that's a bit of a low bar in Vancouver. <laughs> yeah. to tell him to be good defensively, but yeah, know, that's what we should expect. You know, like, give us something to be hopeful for heading into next season. Yeah. I guess is really the crux of what we're looking for from Philip Ronick. Uh, Kyle, in, in segment two, I, I do want to touch on some news and notes, including... Chronic's potential partner next season, Oliver Ekman Larson. Okay, okay. Uh, and we will get into we will get into comment corner as we uh, close up the show. But first, let me tell you why I'm able to support my family. Wow. I used Indeed. 
Wow. And if you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process. Find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Indeed Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description. Okay. One of the, Yeah, you know, Kyle, one of the things I love about Indeed is that they're making life easy for both the applicant and the employer. I mean, who doesn't love a win-win situation, right? Oh, dude, we it's love... Ca- it's kind of like uh, kind of like the Canucks trade in Bo Horvat, right? Win-win situation <laughs> for the Islanders yeah, and the yeah. Canucks, Okay, right? okay. Right? We, we right. love a win-win situation. And again, if you want to uh, be our assistant and deliver us coffee, you know, for real, $14 an hour. $14 an hour. Not minimum wage, yeah. 14 bucks an hour. I, it, it I will is say, what it is. Uh, quick, quick shout-out to my wife who just dropped a coffee on my desk wow, as we were recording dude. here. So, uh, shout-out to my wife. I, yeah, I love you. love, dude. You're lucky, man. Yeah. Love right there. Love love yeah. right there, buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash locked on. Offer valid through March 31st. Go to Indeed.com slash locked on to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We all do need jobs. We need to make money, you know, especially living here on the West Coast. Indeed, let it do its thing for you. Let it supply you with the good stuff. Best of luck in this thing called life. Locked on Canucks. Trevor Beggs, Kyle Bound. Yo, Beggs, can I step aside for one minute to grab myself a cup of coffee now? I was boiling some water. Just give me, just give me <laughs> yeah. one minute, okay? Yeah, no problem. After a couple sips of this, I will know everything about Philip Ronick for real. Yeah, okay, well, good. I'm going to ask you one more question. But first, <laughs> you know, we were speaking about jobs, so I will ask you first. Has does Will Oliver ekman Larson have a job with the Vancouver Canucks next season? I've seen I've seen a couple things regarding this, and when I say that, I just mean tweets, right? And there's a lot of opinions, right? There's a lot of opinions. And one interesting note that I've seen, because the easy choice is yes, right? You can get back some money, you know, swallow the L, it is what it is. But the other end of the spectrum is telling me that it's not the right time to buy him out because it doesn't really fit in the window. Maybe they should wait a year or two before they do so. Yeah, what what I do think I think, though? Argue. What do I think, though? Dude, next year matters. Do it now. Do it now. Take take the hit. Yeah. Aquilini, if you're watching this, take the hit. It's your fault. It's your fault. You let Benny, you let Benny make another trade, and then you fired him a couple months later. I think that's a I think that's a great take right there. And actually, I lead towards team. I lead towards team buy him out. To be honest, just because he's providing such negative value for the Canucks. And I know uh, all uh, Rick Tockett talked about had that quote today, and that's why he's part of this news and notes segment. Uh, Oliver mm-hmm. Ekman-Larsen apparently will not play again for the Canucks this season. Mm-hmm. He is out of a walking boot, but uh, not expected to line up or, or play for the Canucks over these next twelve games. But Rick Tockett talked about how he thinks. Oliver ekman Larson's going to have a great summer. And he saw a gleam <laughs> in his eye. Yeah, Kyle. You, know, you got to love when a player has that gleam in their eye, you know? Dude, when you would just, have a gleam in your eye, too. If you, you, know? you know, you get like, like a... Hey, baby, I make $7.26 <laughs> yeah. million dollars a season, and I suck. Oh, Life wow. Damn, dude. I think OEL, yeah. Obviously, he needs a good summer. Everyone needs a good summer. Talk it. Honestly, bro. He's got to say it. I get he's, I get he's got to say it, but I would not be surprised if, again, Ekman Larson, well, 
isn't a Vancouver Canuck anymore because, again, for the fourth time, say it with me, next year matters. And saving a bit of cap space, and I know sacrificing that, like, oh, my God, now Aquilini's got to dish out all this dead cap for years and years and years and years and years and years. And he already did that with Luongo for years and years and years and years. Yo, dude, like I said, Aquilini, it's your fault. It's your fault this happened. Swallow it. And you know when we talked about Heronic and him needing to be really good, really good. No Tyler Meyer stuff. Just he needs to be really, really good if they buy out OEL. There's a chance, a small chance, that they can get some more room and get someone else to play defense for this team. And I really don't think OEL can do that with the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah, I mean, I I do kind of want to dedicate an episode to this, probably once the season's concluded, about breaking down, like buying him out this year versus next year versus Mm -hmm. should they do it at all. Um, I think people kind of know the numbers if they're going to buy him out uh, this summer. It's really, you know big cap savings next year and the year after, and then you got to pay him $4.7 million a season in years three and four, and then $2 million a season for four years after that. So how much will they um, save if they buy him out this summer? A lot. Like I, I believe it, the cap it's under a million bucks. Like they'll save six and a half to 7 million bucks. If they buy him out this summer. So <laughs> again, if the cap's supposed to go up big uh, in 2024, 25, Hey, kind of makes sense man it kind of makes sense but I, I again going back to philip Hronik, yeah you know i i'm seeing this talk about out there about how you know oel and Hronik should line up together if um oel does come back to the next six season and my, my thought about that is just no no no, no. no. <laughs> don't do it again you want to put Hronik in a position to succeed you've spent all these assets uh high draft picks to bring him into this team and then you're going to give him the responsibility of trying to resurrect all of Rekman Larson's career. That's just not, that's not the kind of player who Hronik has had success with in his NHL career. Now, Kyle, we've talked about it before. He's had success with the defensively responsible guys like Oli Mata. That was the best stretch of games he's had in the NHL was with Oli Mata. You know, uh, soon before he got traded to the Canucks, um, there was a ranking based on money puck and Oli Mata and Hronik had the third best expected goals differential in the entire NHL at almost 500 minutes skating together. Uh, and that those numbers dipped drastically when he went with Ben Sherratt, who's a bit more of a sporadic player, uh, mm. not as defensively responsible, kind of like a, a bigger, tougher Oliver ekman Larson, you know? Mm-hmm. So please, for the love of God, do not saddle Verona with trying to resurrect OEL's career. It just does not make sense. Oh, yeah. Um, the Canuck, Canucks got to buy OEL out and bring back Lu Shen. <laughs> and have him play with uh, Aronic. Yeah, two two right side guys, but uh, yeah, hey, that's okay. It'd be better than OEL. Uh, Kyle, three more uh, quick notes I want to touch on here in this news and notes segment. You know, Aiden McDonough, he's been with the team for a week and a half now, and we've yet to see him make his debut. Uh, Talkit did say earlier this week that he wants to give McDonough's parents 48 hours notice um, before he's going to get into the lineup so that they can fly out and watch their son's first NHL game. So, uh, nice touch by talking there. The game that he suggested to the media was this Sunday against Chicago. Um, not to say it's going to happen. It could be tonight for all we know against the San Jose Sharks. But that's kind of where I'm looking for Abe McDonough's first NHL game. It'll be the second end of back-to-backs. Yeah. You probably want to get some fresh bodies in the lineup. They're playing a bad team, obviously. Um, so I'm expecting Aiden McDonough to make his NHL debut on Sunday against the Chicago Blackhawks. Okay. Now, one of the guys who could come out of the lineup in McDonough's place is Vitaly Kratsov. And you know, I, I thought he was pretty much the for sure candidate he was going to come out of the lineup. He hasn't looked great, but he had a pretty good game against Vegas on Tuesday. 
um, and talk it talked about how he likes him playing alongside Pod Colson. They even got some time with Pedersen. What do you think? Do you think Krastov's still the guy to come out of the lineup if McDonough comes in? Or oh, where, yeah. are you, where are you leaning oh, yeah. on that? I yeah? think so. I think so. And it's, I think when we get towards like the end of the season, you know, game 79, 80, 81, 82, that's when you'll see more of the guys get plugged in. And maybe you'll see guys like JT Miller and maybe not Patterson if he's chasing like a record or something. But you know what I'm saying? Maybe I could see, because again, next year matters for the fourth or fifth time. Dude, don't even play these guys in the last, like, three or four games. What if something happens? Can't risk it. Dude, October matters. November matters. Seriously. And then I think that's the time when you kind of see all of them sprinkled in. But, yeah, Kratzov's the easy choice. Even But even Pot Colson, he's a, he's, a, he's a choice, too, that can go out for McDonough. It's just the truth. Did I say McDonough? Yeah. You just said McDonough, okay, okay, yeah. Cool. Yep, you did. No, good job. Uh, I wouldn't take Pot Colson out. I just, I've liked his game right yeah. now. I think he deserves more ISM, to be honest. So, I'd be taking Crash off as it before him. Yeah, me too. Uh, one more, one more thing I wanted to touch on before we get to our, the final segment of the show: uh, the Abbotsford Canucks had a chance to clinch a playoff spot last night. They will clinch a playoff spot. It just didn't happen last night. Um, hey, but what did happen? Three... What did happen though? Mention it. You you want to tell you want to tell the people that I know you do. Come on, Surrey BC's finest, Cal Bowen. Tell them about Surrey Boy R. S. D. Baines. Another goal from Surrey Boy R. S. D. Baines. And this dude, he scored it. You want to talk about the IQ, man? For real, that was that was an interesting goal to catch that puck, drop it down, and just slide it in with his backhand while there's another body draping over you. Who can do that? Nobody else but a Surrey native, and his name is Archie Baines. And when I talk about the end of the year, the last three or four games, maybe some healthy scratches slash maintenance days. Yes, maintenance days for some of the best players in the Canucks because we got games in four months that we have to worry about. <laughs> real talk. Maybe that's when you get Archie Baines in the lineup. Just saying. Just saying, man. Do it. Do it. Little morale boost, right? Little moral victory for the city. Yeah, it, it, you know what? I might eat my words if he keeps playing the way he's playing right now. Um, and I know, you know, shout out to our, our buddy Chris Faber, who, you know, yeah. I watched that was for Canucks, but that guy is just absolutely glued in. Oh, dude. You know, and his comments were that uh, R.C. Baines is playing his best hockey of the season right now, and he's gotten better as the season's gone on. So, yeah. you know, maybe there's a chance, man. This guy keeps lighting the lamp and – you know, showing off that high hockey IQ, he keeps killing him with his PP and PK time. Um, yeah, that's that's just not a good. Sentence. I think I think fa- with his PP time. That's not good. That's I think not good. that's not good audio right there. I think Faber <laughs> needs to interview. Faber needs to interview R.T. Baines at Bear Creek Park. <laughs> well, why are you laughing? Why don't we interview R.T. Why don't we interview Bear Creek Park? Okay, bro. Okay, again, it's it's not about you and I. It's about the Canucks fans, all right? It's about the fans first, for real. And Faber knows what he's talking about when it comes to RC bands, right? We're just hopping on the bandwagon right now, right? Surrey, you know, Surrey native, you and I, Surrey native, not Faber. You know, we got to do, we got to do the groundwork to get him up in the lineup. But yeah, if we want to like sit down and interview the guy, Faber, he knows it, man. He something. <laughs> Faber knows R.C. Baines. I'm pretty sure they're friends, man. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> I think everyone Faber meets. He is, oh, yeah, true, uh, He's true, friends true. with them. He's true, just true. one of those guys, you know. True, true, true. Um, but, yeah, I, I know I do watch a good chunk of Abster Canucks games, but I'm nowhere near as dialed as Faber is. So, yeah. you know. Ah, your boy Begsy's trying, but, you know. We're life trying, is, we're uh, trying. Life, life is busy, man. Life is busy. It know? is, it is. Um, you know, I, I speaking of busy, I, I don't have a lot of time to watch NBA. Mm. But if I was watching more NBA and I wanted to bet on it, I'd be using FanDuel. I want to tell you that the midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. 
then you, you can everything from the mind to points scored to threes drained. Yeah, you know, I, I, I Chuck went up for Begsy yesterday. You know, I, I told you that my Portland Trailblazers they had lost six in a row. They're facing the Utah Jazz, a team that they're trying to catch in that uh, you know wild card bracket or whatever you want to call it in the NBA, and they beat them 127, 115. So well, that's that's my that's my I shoot I shot my shot yesterday and uh, I scored. So you know, pat, patting uh, patting myself on the back there. Congratulations. And if I want to make it a part, yeah, thanks, buddy, thanks. And if I didn't want to make that bet a parlay for a chance at a bigger payout, I could do so on FanDuel, the same game, parlays. So don't miss a chance to get your no-sweat-first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Great job, great job. Make some money, bet responsibly, use FanDuel. You're back, though, on Locked on Canucks, Begsy and Ballin. Okay, it's the time of the show, my favorite time of the show, because it's all about the people. We save the best best for last. And let's give the people what they deserve, and that's a spotlight on the show. Let's show some comments off. And the first one, it goes to Matt, okay? Why is Kyle on here? He knows nothing about hockey, and he shouldn't be on any podcast. Now, he dropped this comment on two videos, right? So I replied, you know, let's have a quiz off. Wow. Let's, let's have a quiz off, right? And look at what he replies with. What an absolute joke, all right? He said, jokes aside, I just love trolling people. I agree with most of what you said. Don't take me seriously. So you had the audacity to drop two comments that were super similar, judging my integrity on two different videos. And when I called you out on it with a little joke, you just ran away from your rebuttal, you know? Coward. Coward. Now, let's say I wasn't Kyle Bowen. And didn't have friends like Begsy and Coltar having my back and supporting me. Maybe those comments would hurt me. So be careful with your words. For real. For real. I'm just telling you the truth, okay? I'm just telling you the truth. How about this guy? Jigsaw99. How come Talkit never calls out Myers? Blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm assuming that maybe Tyler Myers is too tall, you know? It's, it's kind of hard to, to spit. <laughs> it's kind of hard to, you know... Call out you can't tell me Rick Talkett's intimidated by Tyler <laughs> Myers, dude. Rick Talkett is one of the toughest guys of his generation. I don't know why else, though. The guy, dude, the guy's jacked, too, man. Are you kidding me? The guy's a workout freak. Yeah, but I, why I hasn't Rick anyone Talkett called out Tyler Myers? I think Rick Talkett could take Tyler Myers in a fight. I'm going to say that right okay, now. Okay, but why hasn't anyone, like, you know, called him out? Maybe it's because, you know, he's intimidating. He's, like, seven foot four. you know? So it's 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 different. <laughs> Maybe he's... Whoa, 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 whoa. You know? we come on, man. Come on, dude. We have to cut that part out. Locked on Canucks, family program. Begsy, you just thinking you're on, on my network, okay? Come on, man. Come on, bro. Can't be dropping that. You know, I know you got to go. You got to call. You know, Locked on Canucks, Kyle Bowen, Trevor Beggs, having a good time. Little bold prediction on that Tyler Myers note. Maybe if the Canucks do buy up uh, OEL and they get someone else to replace OEL who actually plays well, Myers gets lower in the lineup, right? And, you know, he plays less and... You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, he goes from a I 77 a, overall to, you know, an 80 next season. I think there's a good chance that the Canucks could have the most expensive third pair in the NHL next season. <laughs> I could see Hughes playing with Bear, Kronick playing with whatever second-pairing left-shot defenseman they can acquire in the offseason, and all of Reckman Larson and Tyler Myers could be your third pair. <laughs> I could see that for the Canucks next season, honestly, man. Uh, and in terms of why he's not coming on the lineup, just to answer Jigsaw's question, you know, I just don't think there's many other options right now. You know, like Ethan Bear was injured. And then aside from Ethan Bear and Tyler Morrow's on the right side, it's like Kyle Burrows, Noah Juleson. Like there's just, oh my I know Noah Juleson and Kyle Burrows haven't been lighting the world on fire either. 
So you got to watch your mouth right now. You got to watch your mouth, man. He said they're going to have the most expensive third pairing next season. And (sighs) that's some dark stuff because say it with me, man. Next year matters. (laughs) They need to sell t-shirts right now. Money money is money, man. If If they can get a, if they can put together a solid top four, that doesn't include Ekman Larson and Myers, whether Ekman Larson and Myers are on the team or not, the Canucks will be, you know, on the path to at least contending again, because those guys cannot be playing top four minutes for this hockey team. Barring a miracle, I don't care about gleams in the eyes. I don't care about <laughs> how intimidated Tyler Myers is by Rick Tockett. Those guys cannot be playing top four minutes at this point in their careers. Just stop. It's not going to happen if next year matters. Especially with the Vancouver Canucks. We've had enough of that. And I'm praying, man. I'm praying, bro. I'm really making sure that I'm kind to people and that I'm working towards having more quote-unquote, good karma. And I know that's not how karma works, but if I'm going to think like this and absorb karma like that, I'm only using it for the Vancouver Canucks and its fan base because I just want things to be different 12 months from now. And I know that's such a stretch to say, but since this team chose to buy in, they chose to buy in, you know, for next season, I got to I gotta believe that it's going to work out for real. They also chose to buy in this year. God, how did that go? How did that go? <laughs> Let's get out of here, uh, man. I'm just cracking jokes, man. I, I, I'm I'm covering my last game in the media booth tonight, <laughs> uh, hoping to see Hronix debut. So I'm pretty excited, and uh, you know we we appreciate the commenters. And you know whether you're you're hating on Kyle or trolling or whatever you're doing, you know love us or hate us. As Kyle says, we're all Canucks fans, and if you're a Canucks fan and you're listening, we love you. We want to thank you for listening to this episode of Locked On Canucks, your team every day. Now make your second listen game to game, Locked On NHL. Every moment, every performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across Locked On NHL with local analysis that only Locked On can, can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NHL, available on YouTube or wherever you get podcasts. I'm Trevor Beggs, he's Kyle Bowen, and we thank you for listening to Locked On Canucks. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.